Welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where we look to empower and encourage real conversations amongst men everywhere by unpacking topics on self-help, philosophy, and business. G'day everybody, Conrad here. Oh, was I supposed to say Conrad here? Conrad <laughs> so, here. Welcome to keep the Simple Minds Podcast. The guys are a bit rowdy today. Uh, we have a full room of punters, uh, which includes <laughs> which includes Matt Hannum, Jacob Moffat, Justin Bourne, Travis Hado, and Michael Duncan. Gentlemen, welcome. Welcome. Glad to be here. So. We're drinking, I don't even know how good this wine is, to tell you the truth. I've just subscribed to a new wine delivery service called Naked Wines, um, and the first batch was like 60 bucks. So there are a lot of cheap wines in here. This one, that was, <laughs> <laughs> that's where you're I was going to say, for, for you, isn't that expensive? Did you get 10 bottles in the first uh, delivery? It's kind of funny. I'm glad but, you um, bring your cheap wine for us, Conrad. Well, that's how you think of us. We can test it together. Well, let's pour it and let's it's test it. It's called El Toro Castrato. I bought this because it's actually kind of funny. It's got a dancing bull on there. It's lots. It's nuts. Spanish for the castrated bull. Yeah. Like, Ooh. So the bull's been castrated. I thought, you know, we're sitting amongst men who have all been castrated. So I thought, <laughs> why don't I want to drink with you? So that's what we're drinking. The topic we're discussing today is um, was introduced to me a few years ago, um, and that's writing a letter to a younger version of yourself. And the reason why I'm visiting it today is because of I think it was last month or February, whatever it was. I went over to Melbourne and I listened to. Um, I was lucky enough to listen to Kobe Bryant speak. Um, now Kobe is, um, you know, I'm probably one of one of his biggest fangirls, and it was um, it was quite a, quite of interesting because one of the biggest topics they um, they brought up with him was his letter to his younger self, which he wrote back in 2016. Um, and the point he brought up was um, fairly personal because it um, it's a kind of what well, it has it's broken his family up. He hasn't spoken to his mum and dad. Um, for a fair few years because of it. Um, but it was around about um, not just giving family members stuff, but you know, investing in family members. Um, so teaching the true value of, of who they are as opposed to understanding the value that he has. Um, and when I, when I sat there and I've, and I've played around with this, I've, no, I haven't written a, a letter to my former self. I've played with the topic as to how I would write it plenty of times. But no, I haven't completed one. Um, but I'm, I'm open to, and I'll come back to me last if that's okay, but I'm open to hearing um, if there's any advice that you could give to your younger selves. It'd be interesting to see what that would be. You know, there's a variety of uh, ages and experiences in this room. Um, and most of the ones I've read, um, which is on, I think it's Players Tribune, I think is the website, and I don't mind reading them. There's a whole heap of them there. Um, there's two that I reflect on uh, quite a lot, and that's the one written by Ray Allen and the other one written by Greg Norman. Uh, and the two quotes out of this, if I could just read them. Uh, You've been blessed with certain, a certain stubbornness that's stronger than any doubt from others and even yourself. Things might seem bleak when you have no sponsors and you're gambling with, with, with guys at the club in order to have enough money to get to tournaments. When you're getting by on $32 a week, you're going to need to find that internal drive and trust in yourself to keep going. You and you alone determine your limits. That's by Greg Norman. Did anyone know that guy got to 32 bucks in a week? That's what he's living on? Wow, no. Crazy, right? But that's his advice to his 17-year-old version of himself. Um, and this one from Ray Allen. Don't ever put yourself in a position 
to wish you could hop in a time machine, Ray, you need to stay focused because things will only become more complicated as you have more success on the court. Again, uh, I think that was him to a 16-year-old version of himself. Now, again, we can probably put in the blog who Ray Allen and Greg Norman are, but um, to the table here, I think we, we all know who these guys are um, and we know what they've achieved in their sporting careers. So just the context around the table, sorry, just go around the table and I'd be keen to see where you are right now to let's say if you enter back to 16, 17 years of age, what would you, what's the singular piece of advice you would give yourself um, to help make the next part of your journey easier? Justin? Oh. Clockwise. <laughs> Justin, how old are you at the moment? Justin's Googling it. 29. 29, so we're going back a few years. I actually, um, I think you sent me these letters a, a while ago um, now and rereading them in preparation for this podcast was, was, was awesome. I really enjoy these ones, particularly the Ray Allen one uh, for me is uh, really connects with me um, a lot. And I think it's interesting because then I started to, I was, I was flying back on a, on a plane last night and so had a bit of space and I started to think about what I would say. And I guess there's an element of like cliche-ness of would you really want to go back and change anything because a lot of it obviously feeds to um, who you are today. So and I, and I don't think the letters are necessarily regret letters of like you should change this or change that. Yeah, it is more of that keep in mind. Mm. Um, and they're, they're, they're like tips and hacks, right? Yeah. Um, and... Uh, it's hard to say one thing. But I'm asking you for one thing. For one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just decide. <laughs> I... There's plenty. Um... Cheers. Oh, we're having a quick cheers. <laughs> Just filling in time. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate it. I really, thank you. I, uh, I really appreciate that. To buy me a bit of, bit of moment. Um, the one that popped out was that like nothing is like actually that, that hard. Um, you know, in the moment or leading up to it, like it always feels like there's always a lot of pressure and, and you're in the dumps and then you always come out the the other side kind of like oh that wasn't that bad and you become uh more experienced the other one like that's a little bit cliche and is common in a lot of the letters the other one is um is not is is trying to build up the resilience a piece of advice i'd give to my younger self is um want watch comfort like watch out for being too comfortable um, because that seems to get me undone still to this day. Uh, like, you know, being... So you uh, want to build that muscle earlier. Yeah, like the um, the attractiveness of being comfortable yeah. uh, and fighting that desire, uh, you know, yeah. And I think that's the main one, is being more uncomfortable earlier um, and having like just go into it which is I guess the same as that it's not as tough as what it looks like so as what it seems like um, and, yeah. and the question I mean so a lot of these guys 
obviously have achieved a lot and guys and girls have achieved a lot in their careers. At 16, 17, would you have seen where you're at right now at 29? Was that, was that fathomable? If I didn't say that word properly. There's a part of yes, um, but then there's an element of, I think that's where that comfort piece is that always that battle between, um, I think if I was put myself in more so uncomfortable you, you, situations. You saw yourself running a business no, I didn't see myself running a business, um, but I did see myself. I, well, when I first started, I think I've shared it. Like uh, I always had the mentality. Like when I started as the trainee, I was like, I walk past the CEO's office, and I'm like, I'm going to sit in that desk. Yeah. So from a very young age, I've always been ambitious, I guess. So I guess running a company in some aspects, we've talked about this. Be careful what you wish for. It doesn't look like what I thought it would look like, but I have gotten what I wished for and yeah. what I set out to. Early, a few weeks ago we talked about comparisons if I was to compare yeah I'm not where I th- would like to have been at this age but I'm also not uh, not happy with, with that either um, because I think a lot of the, the situations that have occurred needed, needed to happen um, so yeah and I think the only piece of advice is like just watch out I guess it's, it's a little bit of uh, the stoicism. Watch, watch out for being comfortable. Mate. Yeah, watch out for fit. being comfortable and, and the luxuries. Uh, yeah, they're all traps. Yeah, you know, um, if you and if you look at these letters and you look at these people who have succeeded, uh, it's it's all about sacrifice, and I guess it's trying to find the right balance of sacrifice. And has the sacrifice been worth it? You know, people talk about productivity as in like getting an ROI. Have you is your ROI on the sacrifice really been kind of worth? It's finding that balance because, yeah, like whether you want to go out with friends or you want to sit at home and watch that movie or you don't want to go to the gym or you want to sleep in, it's all those luxuries and fighting them. Um, or shut everyone out and just go and read. Yeah. So anyway, that's me, Trev. What one thing would you tell a younger version of yourself? Uh, the one. How old are you, Trev? I'm 29. Uh, so. Same age as Justin. We are one day apart. We are. Um, it is that um, there is only one person on this earth that can uh, believe in you 100% of the time, and that's yourself. Um, that you need to invest in yourself and invest in the belief uh, that you can do anything. Um, that's probably the one thing that I would probably tell my younger self. Um, if I reflected and looked at my 16, 17 year old self and look, you know, where would I be in 12 years time? I would say that I've underachieved uh, because I wanted to go to the Olympics. That was my goal at 16. Um, as a pole vaulter? Yes, as a pole vaulter. Uh, you know, but am I 100% happy with where I am? Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I love what I do. So was that so? Was that a lack of belief that that took away the the Olympic stuff, or what what happened there? Um, yes and no. Like uh, it was a compounding. Because you were a national champion. Yeah, um, five times. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, what's your advice? <laughs> <laughs> um, compounding situations that allowed me to. Uh, make a decision that impacts you long term that's what it was uh, you know do I regret it no not anymore 
I, I did for the first few for years. But it's not, um, I'm probably looking at it as a, a wider scope of everything to do with work, to do with say basketball, to do with life, to do with relationships, um, you know, to do with um, comparing yourself to one another, to do with spirituality the last couple of episodes. Um, you know, if you're not going to believe in yourself, then no one else will. So it has to start with you. Um, and then also the invest in yourself piece, um, you know, to, to further yourself and to be a better person that you can be and to be a better version of what you can you, you want to be or you can be. Uh, that's what I would say. Yeah, cool. I'm Michael. 29. You assumed I was going to go right to you, Michael. <laughs> oh, really? That's not fair. I was going to do no look and go to Jacob, but Whoa. that's fine. <laughs> 29 plus. I'm 29. Yeah, um, yeah plus <laughs> 17. I'm 46 years old. You're 46 so, this year? Yeah, you are. Just, yeah, 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 a month or so ago. So myself and Conrad are the, the older souls in the, in the group. Oh, don't dob me in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting because when I read... Um, souls or beings? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> skeletons. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Conrad is definitely not a skeleton. Yeah, it's <laughs> it <or> not. <laughs> um, when I was reading the, the ones that you put up in the group from that website, I found it interesting. I don't know if it was just the ones I read, but it all seemed very biographical. You know, they went through their life and, you know, I did this, you, you're going you're gonna to do this, you're going to do that. Um, so I thought it was a bit of a reflection piece really on, on life and I think what I was a bit afraid of with it was going into regret I suppose like not having it as a regret piece sort of looking back and going make sure you don't do that and oh shit you did this and I mean there's obviously going to be a little bit of that when you look back at, I don't, at I don't think life. I read regret in any of them that I read and I think I've read oh, most no I don't think so yeah. well, not really in the I ones think, I read but no. I was saying from a personal yeah, point of view right, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 I didn't want it to turn into that piece I think it could quite easily turn into a regret piece oh, yeah. so oh, you've got to keep reminding yourself that you're, you're giving advice to a younger version yeah. of yourself so yeah. if you're going to plant regret then it's not going but to then you still don't want it to be just a biographical thing oh you're going to do this and you're going to do that there has to be that advice thing yeah which, which you were talking about I, I did write a paragraph um, a brief one I will read it to you um you won't get lots of advice or guidance on how to grow and strive, but that's okay. You have a good life surrounded by funny and good-natured people and be grateful for this. So that was my first little bit of advice there, was be grateful. Um, there will be events in your life that will change your path, your parents divorcing, moving to a new country just as you were finding yourself, but that is just life. Keep being a kind person and maybe focus just a little bit more as you turn into an adult, a little bit more focus. So that's the second bit of advice. Um, find a mentor. Don't smoke pot in the morning. In the morning? Is that what you're doing? Well, in my 20s, there was a period there. Where like what time in the morning? I don't know. When I got up, you know, I don't know. Nine o'clock, went for a surf. Wow. And, yeah, yeah. I was I lived in Fremantle. Yeah, okay. I was That's a hippie dad over there. Um, did you have long hair? I did. <laughs> I did. So spiritual. I still have long hair, Travis. <laughs> on the inside. Uh, listen to you. <laughs> yes, on my chest. Um, or on the downside. <laughs> listen to your intuition and try to be a little, a little bit more confident. I can't change who you are from here, but you can look at the actions today and do the best you can. But hey, what do I know? If I keep giving you this advice, I might not exist anymore. So actually, like, as soon as I gave myself advice, I could have disappeared because I've changed who I am. So I was a bit scared of that, but um, it didn't happen. I'm still here. So yeah, there was little bits of, there was... 
Shit, <laughs> <laughs> really took that on a different path. Well, it's a scary <laughs> thing. If you could go back in time and change something, you never know what wow. could happen. But so. why would you want to change I, something? Yeah. Oh, don't. By just giving advice, maybe right. I might have gone down a different path and yeah. taken the left path instead of the right path. I don't know, man. The blue pill, red pill thing. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, there was bits of advice in there, obviously. Being more grateful, finding a mentor, things that I've learned later in life. I mean, you guys are obviously younger apart from, apart from Conrad. Um, <laughs> And I've sort of been flourishing, I suppose, in my later years in life, not that I'm that old, but um, I didn't go through that process in my 20s or in my early 20s and mid 20s. And I suppose when I started having kids, 27, I suppose that's when you step back and look at your life a little bit more. So I suppose there was a change there. I stopped smoking pot and doing that sort of stuff. Um, got clearer vision. Got clear, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny that. Cleared yeah, up that yeah. Clear eyes. <laughs> no glaucoma anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, got clearance, no more glaucoma. <laughs> Clearly, Michael didn't more money read in your the bank brief, account. Though, the brief said um, one thing and why, and not, not a paragraph. But, but no, thank so, you, Michael. I didn't write a whole thing. So I, feel like I, just, uh, the I would the say- The paragraph was a link to the full blog. <laughs> find a mentor, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I like that one. That's yeah, cool. I reckon that's that's a that's pretty good piece of advice. Yeah, not yeah. that you always were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you don't need to build me up. I'm not comparing. You don't need to compare. Or compete. Fucking hell! Are you looking at me? I wasn't sure if you're going to switch up the. No. Uh, I'm not going to do two look away, look away passes. <laughs> right? That'll become predictable. You, you missed on the first one. <laughs> 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 you didn't get the assist. That's uh, <laughs> that's typical of Conrad on the basketball floor too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no, I just I didn't write you know paragraphs or put links to to f you know, further commentary. I just wrote that you are capable of more than you could fathom. Stick to your gut, the work, and believe in yourself. And that I, I wouldn't want to change anything that I've been through. Uh, I think that I just. So where does that advice come from then? That advice comes from probably that it, I've been through significantly. Like maybe not even the upside, the downside, a lot harder things that I could have ever imagined. Um, but just to what would, the, what would the worst moment be? Can you can you when you when you have that reflection that gave you that that piece of advice? Can you take us to what memory you had that you were speaking about? Because um, how old are you now? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Did you say that? Thirty-seven. No, I didn't say that. So I'm thirty-seven. That's if you want to go twenty-nine. That's plus eight. So we're taking about, what, so did you go back to 17 or what was the reflection point? Um, yeah, I did probably reflect back to about that age. Um, or maybe I reflected back to even a little bit later in my mid-20s when I, when I had such a, a period of, of illness, which would last probably about 24 months, roughly. Um, and I was just, mainly it was just reflecting back on the belief because I think I, I had... I had belief, but I didn't have full confidence in in myself, or that I could that I could move through the challenges that I've been through. So I think I've probably been through more than I could have even imagined um, at a younger at a younger stage. And Were I didn't, you frustrated at all? Was I? Yeah. Depends what age. Um, I, I, when you say in my, my belief, in my mid twenties, yeah. yeah, yeah, because when Massively. you say belief without confidence. Yep. I immediately think about a car spinning its wheels. Yep. Sure. Uh, to the extent that at that period of my life, like I, I was almost standing still. In a way, I, I, I got myself to a position where my my physical condition was so poor, as well as my mental condition, that I that I was just trying to survive every day. 
yet I had a belief that I was capable and had intended to do so much more. And prior to that, very fit, healthy, active, capable person, um, capable young man that could do anything. Um, that I and that was the path and journey that I thought I was on, and I was on that. I just there's other things I needed to learn. It took me a long time through that period to learn how to how to improve my health and how to do other things. So I'm really probably talking to myself there, in a sense that I'm telling myself that I was right to believe what I believed, and and probably made some decisions along that path to help solidify that belief in myself. Um, but I wouldn't change a thing. Like I wouldn't want to go back and give myself any advice that would that changes anything at all. Um, so I, but I just want to give myself a little bit more confidence and surety that I was, I was, you know, I had the right, I had the right thinking and the right mindset and didn't matter what others were saying. Um, it was, yeah, and just kept doing what you had planned to do. Jacob? Um, my advice to my younger self is do you. Uh, you probably did that, mate. Do you lift, About bro? 17, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lift weights, get strong. Um, <laughs> um, I, How old are you, Jacob? I'm 29, also, uh, 28, sorry. Oh, oh. oh apologies. Um, I kind of, like Michael kind of reflected this morning and, and took a moment to begin <laughs> writing a, um, a letter to my younger self. Like Michael. I sort of chose, to, like 20 for me was a big turning point. I'll kind of get to the context of that a little bit later. And as I am now 18 months away from turning 30, this is sort of the formative uh, decade of my life. Um, and I'm kind of really starting to get a bit more reflective as it starts to kind of come to an end, but I've written, Dear 20-year-old Jacob, you don't know it yet, but your world is about to change. In the next 12 months, you will suffer great loss and find great love. You will lose one of the greatest people in your life, but gain the person that changes everything for you. Right now, it might feel like everyone has their own plan for you. To go to university, become a professional, settle down, get married, buy a house, have babies, and simply exist. But you know you want more. You can feel deep down that there is something more. Take a tight hold of that feeling and run with it. That feeling will lead to something great, an empire that changes hundreds of lives, all because of your vision and your drive. But don't take that responsibility lightly. And that's what I got to this morning. For me, not long after I turned 20, we found out probably a couple of weeks later that my father was uh, diagnosed with terminal cancer. A few months later, he passed away. And so that my sort of the early start to my 20s was quite devastating. But a few months later, I met Ainsley, who would go on to become my wife, the mother of my son, and everything changed that year. I quite often reflect on would I have met Ainsley? Who would I have been had Dad not passed away? Is that purely just fate and that's how it was meant to be? Um, it's a hard thing to, to go back and go, is there, there's nothing that could be changed? Would I change anything? I still say no. I think that was just the way things were meant to be and meant to progress for me. But I guess the, the big part of the advice there is just do you. For me, it's 
there was a lot of advice, a lot of expectation that I felt to be a certain way, be a certain person. Uh, and that was my interpretation of that too. I don't think that's potentially what my parents wanted for me, but now that I've gone down my own path, I dropped out of university, started my own business, and have kind of done a, a lot of things in untraditional ways, that's kind of got me to where I am today. So my advice to my younger self would just be embrace that. Yeah, cool. Let's see. Just before you, just a super, the way that you've written that, which was awesome and like that was super cool. Um, and I'm just reflecting on what I wrote as well and even others. Do you actually find that when you're writing this, you're actually talking to you right now as well? Oh, thanks yeah. for stealing my thunder, bro. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, cut, yeah. the cut the punchline. Jesus, man. Cut. This is my episode. <laughs> sorry. I just had the realization. It didn't actually click until, you know, when I was hoping through. you had that realization when you guys were doing it. Nah. I just got it then. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> sorry, man. No, that's a fair question. I mean, because when I, when I read those those pieces of advice I mean yeah they might be talking to a younger version of themselves but it's very easy to put yourself in that story particularly if you like if you, where you are now yeah yeah yeah. it'd also very, be interesting to to be the 90 year old self writing to who you are right now as well yeah. so reversing it I mean I've, I've so I mean it's an interesting question I, I posed um, a few years ago when I caught up with when I managed to be lucky enough to have lunch with Mark Burris um, and you know it was it was probably the singular thing I actually wanted to get out of the lunch. Um, it's a very expensive question, but <laughs> yeah. And I asked him because he was at that stage. You have to believe he was fifty nine, and I was forty four. And I said, you know, what um, what advice would you give to a younger version of yourself, Mark? And I've just read the Ray Allen one, I think, around that time. Um, and he and he got stumped, and then, and he goes, well, you know, not, I'm not too sure. Um, but then I reframed it for him and I said, okay, well, I'm 44, you're 59. I said, what, what advice would you give, give me? Um, you know, if you're in my shoes. And, and he came back with, funnily enough, one of the things you, you mentioned, which was be careful what you wish for. Um, because he'd looked at what I'd done in my life and seen that I'd achieved. Um, and similar to him, you're always achieving into something. Your, your next level of um, progression is always into something that you're not or haven't experienced, right? That's just growth. That's like getting a promotion at work. You're always getting promotion promoted because you've done a great job usually, but the, the, the gift of the promotion is to go into a job that you have no idea of um, and therefore throws you back into the into the realms of whatever that despair gives you. Um, and as a 17-year-old version of myself, I wanted a lot of different things for myself. Um, um, you know, I wanted to be a professional sports person, but on my birthday, I actually blew my right knee out. Um, and that threw my whole year 12 year out the door. I became, I ran away from home and I, and I, and I, and I didn't go to school. Uh, I failed my TEE or TA or whatever it was at that time. Um, you know, and then it wasn't until I managed to graduate high school by the, the skin of my teeth. Um, the next day I went in and had my knee operation and that became my focal point to get myself back onto a basketball court again. Uh, back in those days, that was a good 12 months worth of rehab and, and the mental challenges that provided me uh, and the opportunity and space that gave me to, to re-peg re my life um, to, and to redirect my energy uh, was really interesting. And so, you know, it's a case of, 
it was that 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 be careful what you wish for because you're going to get it. I, I wanted to be great at something, right? If I was honest, and that at that stage, I was excelling at sport, and I thought that was my path forward. Um, but it gave me the opportunity to then apply the same level of activity and action to to my studies, and then in, on towards my career, which is what I took. You know, I took that same uh, ferociousness to that, and you know, I I studied hard. I got back into uni. I, I then decided uni wasn't for me and I then went to work and I said to myself another goal that I wanted to be you know, a manager within the National Australia Bank within seven years and I did that. Um, you know, from that point I wanted to achieve other things and I did that. Um, and you know, so upon reflection, one of the other pieces of, of, of advice I, I'd give myself, uh, and yes this is too, would be to understand gratitude. And because to me, that's that's probably the cornerstone of, of, of any personal growth is, is moving forward, being grateful for who you are and what you are, understanding the world happens for you, not to you, um, and those opportunities need to be embraced and you need to be accepting of all of those things. Because if I didn't, you know, again, if I didn't uh, grapple with losing, um, or if I didn't grapple with the injury back when I was 17, I don't know where that would have gotten me, and I'm not regretful, but you know, when you value time, it'd be interesting to see what that time back could give you to do. Uh, and and to me, that's probably the only real reflection I get is is being um, is being careful what you wish for. Funnily enough, I was lucky enough to meet a bloke yesterday who's known as the godfather of boards in WA in um, in Mike Horriban. And you know, he, we sat down, we had a chat, and the first thing he said to me, Conrad, so you want to you want to be on more more um, more big, you want to be on bigger boards? He goes, be careful what you wish for. And I sat there and had a laugh with him and talked to him about the story about that. Um, and so it's kind of kind of a consensus that, you know, well, you, you'll get what you want, you know, but are you gonna be ready for what it is that you want? You know, do you wanna be great at basketball? Are you prepared to do the work? You know, do you want a business and you wanna make a million dollars a year? Are you prepared for the, for the, for the trials and tribulations? You know, you wanna be a great dad? You know, are you prepared to open yourself up and learn about vulnerability and unconditional love? You know, because those are all the things that, you know, you, you, you do, open yourself to when you when you want and wish for certain things not just the aesthetic version which is what that is a 17 year old guy you know I grew up in a household we were immigrants to this country we had nothing and I wanted to have money and I wanted to get there the fastest way I could and in getting money I lost a lot of money you know I lost a thousand hundred thousand dollars on a stock trade I lost a million dollars in a business you know I lost a lot of money because I aimed at money first um, and that was another challenge so, you know, reflecting to me is really interesting. Um, you know, I will get to the point where I write one of these letters and I, you know, at this stage it's probably not something I'll publish but maybe something that I'll get read at my, uh, at my funeral. Um, but I encourage, I mean, because again, it's, it's a very immersive moment to go through and a very cathartic process from, from reading. So I can imagine what it felt like to write it, Jacob. And, and Michael, you went through and wrote yours. And I'm not sure, did you write anything or just wrote notes? Just wrote, no. I just wrote yeah. that sentence down. I didn't write anything in any detail. So I've given you the process there, um, and I think we'll try and include the link to it um, because there is some of these have you know there's a, there's a specific way to write them to try and get out the raw emotion, um, and I think that's where it's at. Right and again, when you read the stuff, um, you know, I went and paid good money to go and listen to Kobe, and and I have read this letter, but watching him deliver it um, took a whole other depth because you saw the emotion on his face when he read. When he wrote, when he sorry, when he discussed the regret with relation to how he managed his family, 
and that was real to him and you could feel that and see that and so when you get to speak and when you get to speak it and and you know you might get a chance to speak to Henry at some stage um, you know don't miss that opportunity yeah, I think as a father it's a really good exercise to then reflect on how you can speak to and the your, truth is they your, your, your children yeah. may never listen to you oh, right? they don't not at right? 16 they may never listen to you but yeah. it shouldn't take away from the opportunity you have but it could be a little seed yeah yeah it's 100% little... I think I think they're all seeds and I'm I'm you know I'm forever grateful for you know these guys having taken the time to do that um, because they've meant a lot to me and it's a, it's provided me a lot of teaching moments through story uh, again that uh, I've had with my guys in the office some basketballers I mentor uh, and some business people I mentor so yeah I mean because it Everyone's achieve, trying to achieve some level of, um, I would say, substantial presence on this planet. Call it greatness, call it whatever you want. Um, but I believe everybody wants to belong and participate. Um, and I guess the question becomes, how much are you prepared to give up yourself to be able to, to, to do that? I think it's even more important now that like a couple of episodes ago or an episode ago, we talked about the frameworks are breaking down and we don't have these set values anymore so i think it's even even more important to to have these conversations yeah anybody got um two bobs to throw in there given that everyone's gone around the table i thought no? jacob's um <coughs> jacob's um writing was amazing i thought it yeah. was very touching and really heartfelt like it you could tell that it came yeah i'm looking forward to expanding on that that was just 15 minutes of i guess journaling this morning so I hadn't done it before and I'm looking forward to the opportunity to fleshing it out a little bit more. Did you follow the, the, the profile that I gave you or did you just go through your own? A little bit. I kind of, I've read a couple um, to kind of get a bit of a feel for the the, the goal or the vibe um, and then, yeah, had a look at the questions and use that um, a little bit to guide it. It's a, uh, it's a good reflection piece uh, on your, you know, last 15 years or 20 years or 25 years uh, to then put you in a good uh, thirty years. Thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> I was being polite. Um, to put yourself in a good uh, stead for moving forward as well, because it really makes you reflect on everything that you've done in the last thirty years. Um, to allow yourself to really uh, springboard your next thirty years. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a great exercise if anyone wants to do something like that. Cool. I just want to acknowledge everyone as well. I mean, Jacob, you really wrote a, a paragraph there, and but it's you know it's quite you have to be quite vulnerable to to sort of even write something like this for yourself. And I think a lot of people couldn't even face what they would write themselves, let alone be able to share it amongst a group of people like this or knowing that we're putting this public. So. I just think it's. Um, Is this episode going out live? Can I? Can you cut the it's bit not, that it's I not, talked it's about? It's not quite live, but uh, look, I just want to just, I guess, reward or, or suggest that it's yeah, it's pretty amazing that we can do this, and I'm really happy that we can. We're obviously getting better and better as we go along with this process of sharing on this podcast, and and maybe you maybe you write it to yourself, um, yeah, whoever's listening, and uh, and maybe you can share it with us or, or with someone, and and it's obviously a process. It's something that I think we're not starting to take for granted but um you know starting to do more and more of and just be vulnerable and and, and you, as just, authentic stole, as you just stole my other bit of thunder where i was going to ask people for comments and share their one thing but we can between cut, you and justin i think um, we can cut we that can out share as well this episode like. and call it the matt hannam conrad francis and justin Bourne. well episode. conrad i would like to um if you would yeah if you would like to 
wrap the episode up. Thanks We've for your contribution, gentlemen. I appreciate the openness and vulnerability you guys always showed. I encourage our readers to go through the same process if it's open for them. Uh, if you feel like sharing it with any one of us, go for it. We're all reachable on social uh, or in the group. Um, and on that, we're all we're Spotify. Nice, nice drop too. Yeah, yeah I don't mind yeah, it. Good. I don't feel like it's castrated me yet. Um, but we're on Spotify. Uh, what's the other ones? iTunes. iTunes. Everywhere. Are we everywhere? Pretty much everywhere. Podcast app. Stitcher. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I can tell people to guess on most things. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, see you later. See you. Bye. Champagne. Ciao.